Welcome to the show. I'm Mikey. And it's your girl Zay Day. We are two social justice warriors dedicated to dismantling systems of oppression through a black, black queer, queer feminist lens. Feminist lens. Yes, this podcast will cover a variety of topics ranging from politics in our country to which new bop you can twerk to. Hey. <laughs> yep. And while we're twerking, y'all can start following. Search Black to the Future on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join in the conversation. And don't forget to leave positive reviews for us on your streaming platforms. Yes, please leave positive reviews. With the reach of this podcast, we desire to change the world one episode at a time. Yep, and I think it's time we get started, don't you think? Yep, let's get it! The The past past is gone, gone. the present present is an adventure. adventure. Looks like it's time to to go go black to the future. future. Cue the theme music. Mm. Y'all. Dropping every Thursday on the hour of the 12. Yeah. Breaking all the curses, creating family well. Yeah. Saving my community, my passion is their help. Yes, I am a teacher, but I do not miss help. Looking at the world through a feminist lens. Dub it or trash, no recycling bins. Women are superior, we're gonna get our wins. Category clothes, the girls get their tins. Transphobic thoughts are shaky, they wobble. Homophobic creeps left behind, they dawdle. LGBT on pose, yeah, they model. Black to the future, we say poppin' models. Like a dice, like a dog. together which is which is very important of course but welcome everyone to another episode of black to the future future. you know what hold on we put a we i'm gonna i'm gonna find this switchboard i'm not gonna be able to find it i should have did it before we started oh well y'all can imagine it y'all know what it sound like so we are back together again. Not that we've ever been apart. We actually spent a lot of time together this weekend. So we did. We had a little went to uh, the the cookout. <laughs> Yesterday's cookout for the um uh 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 what they said the colonizers. <laughs> right. The um uh, the colonizers uh. <laughs> The colonizers of cookout version, you know, they holiday, you know, that they love with all their red, white, and blue. The, the, the colonizers colonizing. But I'm not going to comment because I don't think I have, have I ever been to a white person's cookout before? I'm just gonna think for a second. Hold on, I don't think I've ever been to, but they call them barbecues. Okay, so wait, <laughs> they call them barbecues. So I've been to a white person's barbecue before. It's cute. Yeah, but that you know, we got our own culture. They got their own culture. 
you know, we do the whole line. I don't know what line dances they do, but I know we, you know, we take it back and we do everything from the electric slide to the juke slide. And George out to the left. And George out to the right. Back it up. To the Cupid Shuffle. Yes. Turbo Hustle. Turbo. Oh, we didn't even do that yesterday. We did it. We was, it was too high. I don't, me and this heat is not good girlfriends. I don't, I, I don't like that. <laughs> like Carisha said, I don't like that. You, you may have, you saw yesterday, as soon as my little power fan ran out, I was like, well, it's been nice knowing y'all. Thank you for, <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you for coming by, everybody. I have fun. And I, we were out that jam. Like, I mean, we was, we was there for three hours. So it was cute. <laughs> but yeah, we was, we was, we was like that chocolate ice cream. We was finna milk. Baby. Yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, my fan just ran out of battery power. It is time for us to go. I love y'all. We bless y'all. Y'all not going to see me looking my worst with these eyebrows on, on running down my face. We're not about to do that up in here. So we're going to go. <laughs> we, and like I said before, like you had said, we should have stopped. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. So we was, we was. I went to go pick up Matt for the Fourth of July party that my my grandma was having, and she's like, "You gotta come, block a block of blue, whatever, whatever." Cute. Okay, so I was like, "I'm not gonna go over here to the west by myself." So, not that I don't feel safe or nothing like that, but I was just like, "I'm not going by myself," and I'm and my granny also invited most of my friends. So I was like, "Okay, Matt said he gonna come. Let me go get him." So I went up to the north side. I got Mab, and mind you, unless y'all finna um, throw the do the doll some coins, my air conditioner in my car don't work because because <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, unless you finna run me some coins, Cash App is dollar sign Pink Princess Zay. I'm just gonna throw that out there. The you know Princess is P R Y N C E S S. Just gonna throw that out there. Anyway, um, to help me get my air conditioner fixed because this 90 degrees is not for me. Anyway, I was fine. I got my little blowing fan that I was just talking about a second ago, and I was punching through, and we were great. And we got to we got to the west side, and there was this lady next to the park, next to the swimming pool, and she was selling snow cones. I had a snow cone is so long, and I was driving, and I should, and I told her to turn it up immediately, and said, "Oh." We need to go back, and I was just like, no, 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 no. We we'll, we don't need to go back. Was was that before or after we did the rubber deck? Because we saw this fine chocolate man. What a beautiful oh. chocolate man! <laughs> that was. We saw no. two beautiful chocolate men. One of them was homeless. What? Or or at least he was he at least he was asking for money on the street, so we don't really know. He was bad. He was. I'm just like I'm me, something like how are you had this body and you out here walking around like this and you look like God and you cute in the fact anyway. Oh and then, and then the other one that was he was so he was so black he was blue. He was fine. So fine. I was just like, this, 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 this don't make no sense. Anyway, we saw these, the snow cone lady, and I instantly got transported back to my to my childhood because everybody know that I grew up on the west side. And I was just like, I need a snow cone. I need a, I'm not a vanilla. I need a coconut one. 
<laughs> the coconut <laughs> one bucket is it. Which one did you like, Van, when you was little? The blue. What is that? Is that raspberry? Blue raspberry? Probably blue raspberry. Ooh, that one used to be so good, too. Like, that's like my number two. Like, if I'm not getting coconut, I'm fucking getting blue raspberry. What flavor you want? Blue. Blue. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then it, and then it used to be what, like, twenty five cent, fifty cent, like, because mm-hmm. there wasn't nothing but ice and food coloring and shit. And I just made the cross cultural connection. What for Latinx? They, they you know. Remember, I was talking about the Paletta Man. Oh. Yeah. They had the Paletta man. We had the snow cone lady and the quarter snow lady. Wait, we did. But let me tell you that my granny used to be a snow cone lady too. Let me just be <laughs> real clear. That's how come I know this shit is fucking good. She used to be a snow cone lady. Yes. But that's true. These people who walking around with their carts and shit be like, you finna buy some of this, you finna buy, and they be giving it to you for so cheap. <laughs> It's like, oh, I miss my childhood. I miss the nineties and the early two thousand. We 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 is completely off subject. We didn't even introduce the subject. <laughs> we so didn't. Okay, well, Matt, how is your blackness today, baby? My blackness is tired. Baby. And I want to be introverted and not talk to nobody. <laughs> baby. But I'm good. I'm good. It's just so much going on, you know. Some, so. you know, I understand. They they said Mercury, Mercury. Mercury was in retrograde, so you know that fuck up a lot of things, apparently, with the communications and the energy. But they said, like, it's we, like, in the shadow of the Mercury retrograde. So, like, we're not fully out of it, basically, is what it is. And I'm just like, please let that be the reason, because this feeling is not... Yeah, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> we both been feeling that way. Mm-hmm. We both been like, uh, like a little draggy. Right. But see, the thing about it is, is that we fully be pushing through it when we want to have that kind of energy. Because if yeah. I, if I want to keep it a buck, like I was like, I don't want to do nothing this weekend. Like I really did want to. Like if I want to keep it a buck. But I was like, I got people I need to be seeing and things I need to be handling. So I'm gonna go ahead and push through. And just kind of reserve my, I've been reserved my energy anyway, because I, like, you took a small break from social media. I ain't posting as much because I'm tired of people just, I I just, is that your your answer to how your blackness is? Oh, my blackness is, um, one of my friends, shout out to James, um, one, (laughs) you know, Doja Cat album Planet Her just came out a little while ago. And, um, I didn't listen to the album all the way through. I got like maybe like halfway or something like that before the song Ain't Shit came on. And so he loves to send me song recommendations that he think I will love. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I normally be packing this shit. But anyway, I went and I listened to it. I do. I pack James so hard. And every time I listen to something he like or he think I would like, he'd be like, oh, you listen to me now. Anyway, um, so I listened to it. And oh, my God. It's good. It's, 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 it's my song of my life. It's like. And then this other girl I had seen on TikTok that I posted earlier today, where she was like, if you step to me in my inbox and you and you doing all the stunts and shows saying how badly you want me and then you don't talk to me for like the next couple of days after that, I'm like, where was the interest? Like, was it there or you was just talking the side of your neck? Just say that. He was talking out the side of his uh, uh, garden snake. His, uh, he was talking out the head of his penis. Shut up, man. <laughs> 
Or like my mama say, he was trying to show you his family jewels. I'm like, girl, please. Anyway. Why do we call it the family jewels? That God, that make it seem like it's important or like balls are pretty. Like, ugh. <laughs> Most niggas don't know how to take care of their balls to begin with. They, I'm, Anyway, I am okay. I'm just a little bit drained. I'm a little bit, don't laugh at me, bad. <laughs> Are we are we really just talking we just talking right now <laughs> and we supposed to be tethering shit back to a real-time real-life conversation oh. we're going to get there we are we gonna get there you know we're gonna get to the topic but anyway i just i I'm, my blackness is just a little bit tired a little bit over it you know it, it's a little you know my emotions are a little grand a little big you know, they're a little Olympic, if you will. Um, <laughs> oh, we, this is us tired and, 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 and kind of annoyed, but we gonna make it work. <laughs> um, I wear that metal note Olympic, but I can still make you tumble and flip. Oh, uh, what did Ariana say? She's saying on position, she said, got me jumping through hoops, something Olympics. I don't know what she said. She's switching on positions. Yeah, she's switching positions. And so you do that. You know you have to switch positions sometimes when you do different sports in the Olympics. Exactly. And that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Actually, we're going to talk more specifically about the things that are happening as it pertains to black people, specifically black women, Mm -hmm. interacting with the Olympics. Like... We're going to get into it, so before we get into another, before we get into the se- the 17th segue <laughs> and, and the 47th conversation, we're going to cut it right here. We're going to go to talk about the Olympics, okay? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. has been circulating in the media when it comes to uh, black women um, in the Olympics this year. And um, in doing lots of research, as we always do, um, this is not the first time this has happened or there have been racist things going on with the Olympics. Right. Um, I kind of wanted to start off with like starting at the beginning. In the beginning. This is the beginning. <laughs> uh, so in the beginning, let's. How about we just talk about the the actual uh, founder of the Olympics? Okay. So uh, the actual founder of the Olympics, he's this French. He was a French American, mm-hmm. so he wasn't even like freaking. <laughs> he, he was a freaking uh, uh, immigrant him his own self. Mm-hmm. Um, and in modern times, there there's been just so much um, racist political ideologies and shit that's been happening, and it all permeated 
and permeation, y'all know what that means. It means like I'm 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 tired, so I'm using <laughs> saturated. It it, it it all came from um, Baron. His name is Baron Pierre de Colbertin. I probably said that wrong, um, but he's the founder and organizer of the uh, Athens Olympic Games, mm-hmm. and this was in 1896. On April 6th of 1896, which is actually. Both Chrissy, shout out to Chrissy, and also Matt's birthday, shout out to Matt, who was on one of our, um, who's on the Black Regal Hair episode. So, April 6th, shout out to my babies. Love you. Anyway, keep going, Matt. Good things that actually happened on that day. Let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, other than uh, Colbert, Colberton or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not saying his name right because I'm, I'm a little angry at him. Um, but when he started everything, of course, knowing that it's 1896, mm-hmm. uh, he, I'm going to read a statement that he actually said. Um, he said, the races are of different value and all others should pledge allegiance to the white race, Ooh. which is of superior essence. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, Coverton describes himself as a fanatical colon- uh, uh, colonialist. Mm. Uh-huh. So, of course, colonizer. <laughs> uh, you scared and, me, colonizer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he 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 aligned himself with a lot of uh, racist people. And we're I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna start it right there, just so, so we can start with our topic of discussion with him, mm-hmm. because uh, it even goes a little further. I'm gonna go into uh, the 1930s uh, after that. But what are your thoughts on the origin of the Olympic Games and who, the founder Colbertin? Well, uh, okay. Well, this is my this is my initial thought is. Anybody who genuinely knows me knows that I don't give a fuck about nobody's sports. <laughs> like, they have never been for me. I, uh, I, I just, not, no. Like, I am so proud of all of our people who are um, really excelling at their um, athletic skills and stuff like that. Shout out to Serena Williams, Hussein Bolt. You know, y'all out there wearing it out, representing well for black people at, um, as a whole in the diaspora. So... We love to see y'all there for that. But I think the whole thing about it is, is that when he said, like, that whiteness is superior is kind of one of those things that we already know now as, you know, in this time period. It's one of those things that people don't really want to rationalize. And obviously, um, this this is something that people already kind of knew, like, yeah. they, they knew, but there was no real terminology and word for it until we started getting more developed and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, we knew that we are air quotes better than you, you know, everyone who has color skin at some capacity. Like, we knew we were better than you. We're more superior in almost every facet. They painted that picture in, you know, such a strong way, and they wanted to make it consistent across the board. So not only did they do it, you know, socially and politically and and fiscally and all that kind of stuff. But they also took care of it in this realm as well, as far as sports are concerned. So they like, we better than y'all, period, type tease. And I think what happens now is that we done shook the table. Like, we didn't really, we haven't really gotten to where we need to get to, but we done shook the table to where, like, white supremacy is kind of like, 
girl, what? Like, y'all figuring out that y'all competent, if not more competent than us? Mm-hmm. Or more skilled or more talented? Like, I, I'm not surprised that he would make such a bold statement because who was fun... At that, t- at that point in time, really, who was going to, like, whoop his ass? Like, who was going to gather him together? And we... And, you know, at the, and this is the late 1800s, so at this time, we were... Y'all can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes... We were free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Technically. Technically. We were free. Um, so for them to still say this and, and, and try to put everyone else down, not just not just um, they're not just us, but everybody else. Mm-hmm. They're just like white is supreme. And it's like, wow. Right. Uh, so you're not even gonna uh, take into account uh, the inventions and things that have been made from Asian countries, and you're not going to take into account all the amazing uh, contributions. Uh, we got the, the Span- Spaniard and Spanish countries mm-hmm. and whatnot have contributed. It's just insane. Um, so it, it, it just makes you really sit and reflect and think, wow, the, the people, people who say it's, why do we always talk about race? Why do we always um, want to make that, bring that to the forefront? It's always relevant. That's right. why mm-hmm. this the, this that seed was planted so long ago, mm-hmm. and it had grown. We are in the process of weeding, you know, like de-, de weeding the garden. Right, We're trying to make sure the garden is 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 okay, so we can bear fruit. Right. And- like, that's what we're doing right now with these conversations. Right, and I agree. I think that's a great analogy. Like, this seed was planted, and so from this seed, like, literally over time, it started off as a small little plant, but, you know, like every plant ever, it grows and becomes enormous. It's almost kind of like one of these big trees that spreads out so far that you actually in, like, a jungle or, like, a forest or whatever, but it all stems from, like, this one tree. And we've been, like sitting pooch and being cute inside of it and now someone's like wait a minute we're all tangled up in here can we kind of air some of this out like this this is not it so we're trying to get out of all this all this stuff by weeding out taking out things that's not helping us grow so we can actually get to where we need to be so it can be like an actual beautiful forest but right now it's all tangled up and hard to maneuver and get through because this precedent has been Set. And so now what we're doing is trying to deconstruct this precedent because it isn't lucrative or beneficial for every person that's existing at this tree at the, in this big jungle. Exactly. So weird analogy, but I understand it. But I'm I'm not not surprised to say the least. No, and and I, now now that we've touched on that, I want to expand upon it uh, a little bit more mm-hmm. um, and move us into the 1930s. Oh, fun! Um, when we're we free, uh, we free still. If y'all remember back to Juneteenth, we still free, but we are now in the point of I don't know segregation. So this is going to be very interesting because when I was researching and reading up on this, it kind of made me feel a little bit how the 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 January sixth. The, the 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 capital attack. All the insertion, yeah, the insurrection. insurrection that went on. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of made me feel like that again. Mm. So I'm gonna read a quote. This is uh, something I got from J Store. Do y'all know what? I hope y'all know J Store is. J Store is um, uh, just a source you uh, collegiates usually use when they're researching and doing stuff for papers. 
Um, and I was looking, um, this, this person had like a minor in like kinesiology and they were majoring in like uh, history and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they dug up some good stuff about the Olympics. So I'm just going to read it really quick. Come on. Um, in 1936, two important statements were made regarding the Berlin Olympics. Mm-hmm. So we're talking Germany. Right. So I hope y'all know where I'm heading. Uh-oh. Um, Here we go. An honorable and fair struggle awakens the best virtues in man. It does not separate. On the contrary, it binds the contestants together in mutual understanding and equal respect. It all serves to strengthen the bonds of freedom between nations. For this reason, may the Olympic flame never die out. We can learn much from Germany. We, too, if we wish to preserve our institutions, must stamp out communism. We, too, must take steps to arrest the decline of patriotism. Um, Germany has progressed as a nation out of her discouragement of five years ago into a new spirit of confidence in herself. Everywhere I found Germans friendly, courteous, and obliging. The question was whether a minority, uh, highly organized and highly financed, could impose its will on 120 million people. And it's ironic because that statement was made by Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yes. And Ad- Ad- <laughs> oh, 80. Oh, and, and Adolf um, actually was trying to push for um, uh, the founder to win some, like, uh, the, the Nobel Peace Prize. He, he wanted, Hitler tried to put um, Culbertson forward as a candidate for the Nobel Peace Prize hmm. uh, for services rendered at the 1936 Berlin Olympic Games. Yes. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> hmm. he's, he's, he also said, um, unfortunately, we can see today that free men must often compete with black slaves, hmm. Negroes, for the trophy. That's what he's, that's what, yeah. Mm. And this is shameful, unparalleled degradation of the Olympic spirit and the ancient Greeks would surely turn in their graves if they knew what modern men have made of their sacred national games. Mm. That was in 1932. Mm. Right? Mm. Right? So this route, this goes back, like, y'all know what Hitler did. And, uh, like, ooh. Look, I, I don't even, I, but, and, uh, mm-hmm. so basically, y'all, they didn't want us to be there. Just, just, you know, they, they, they didn't want us to be that. They just didn't want us to be great. They wanted to have the purity of the Olympics and stuff, which was an interesting thing that I had seen. Like, I think it was a post question on like TikTok or whatever. And some black person was literally asking like, do we think that we really need to be like integrated with, you know, other folks who are not black? Like, should we just go back to segregation so we can be at peace with ourselves and stuff like that? And I think that's such an interesting question because evidently it's giving like, y'all really don't want us to be a part of y'all world. Y'all don't want us to be connected to y'all in any capacity and evidence of obviously just from the Olympics here. Like, do y'all, y'all really don't like us like that or it's, or it's coming across that way. So should we just not be connected in this way like it's interesting and it's more interesting to ask that question post you know the 4th of July when it's all about you know inclusion and America and connectivity and all that kind of stuff like in the like in the 
in the background, in the backdrop of Fourth of July, that's basically the culmination of what is supposed to be the principle of it all. And it's giving like y'all don't really mean that. Y'all just it's all a, it's all a um, a, a, po- a pony show, you know. Yeah. It's all let me, let me prance around and parade around um, and make it seem on the surface that I care about inclusion and making sure everyone, every American, has uh, the opportunity to rise above and be who they are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But the whole gag is underneath all of that is a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? And I, uh, when uh, just going back to what you were saying about the whole segregation thing, and I, it it does feel that way. But I, you know, uh, us as a people, we ain't gonna, we we can't, we don't let that ride. We refuse to give up. Mm-hmm. We refuse to um, back down because we have a right. We have a right to own our fucking space. It- and that's just the thing is, like I keep saying it, I'm gonna keep saying like if y'all didn't want us to be here, y'all could have just left us the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I guess my thought process about it is like I love all of my friends, so I wouldn't want to be separated from the friends that I have accrued occur- uh, over the years because we're not all black people. You know, and so I don't want that to be a thing for me, but from, you know from the standpoint of all the things that are taking place, it sounds so appealing to just be able to walk around freely without having to worry about that kind of stuff. But I also know, because we're talking about this specific topic as far as uh, the Olympics and, you know, holding back on black people and stuff like that, they, they, if we, if we decided to kind of have our own little section of somewhere in America or whatever, they not going to give us no gas. You know, it's, it's very like, you know, um, we try uh, with Black Wall Street. Right, I was gonna say like we, like we try to get our own things going and kind of build our own stuff up, and when we try to do that, it just gets knocked down. It's not supported. There's no fun. There's no allocated funds going that way. Like, there's so many. Stolen. Right. There's so many. There's so many. Um, forces that are working against us. So many institutions working against us in this country. It's not exactly feasible there are places that are in like certain areas where black people are existing and thriving and doing well but you know at some point in time if it doesn't get the support it needs it gets gentrified so you know like Lovecraft Country being canceled <laughs> I'm mad we were supposed to get a favorite too shut up there <laughs> It re- you know you know that stuff happened when we when stuff too much stuff gets revealed you know. Lovecraft Country was not holding back at all. It was a fantasy show, but still telling more truth than a lot of these other shows be telling. Ooh, like, it wasn't even real, but it was real. <laughs> but that but then you know all this to say about the Olympics, just like everything else, they didn't really want us to be there. They just didn't want us to be there, and, and unfortunately, to their detriment, they had to start letting us in and start letting things be, air quotes, more fair and stuff like that, until, of course, we get to the point where we start succeeding at things. Then it becomes kind of like, oh my God, how do we stop them, type tease. Like, they can't, you know, because of how, um, how should, how we say like because they can't come out right and say black people cannot do this 
because that would be a racist policy that would go against, you know, air quotes, the code of ethics that the Olympus is supposed to have, even though it's not based in any code of ethics. <laughs> It that you against the Constitution. Right. But they, you know, anyway, they, they don't want to come up to that statement. But anyway, but, you know, they, they're going to come up with a backdoor or a loophole to be like, okay, well, they can't compete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let, 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 we're going to go to the next section. We're going to talk about some of these things that they're saying as it pertains to black people, particularly black women. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about some of these thang thang, these thang things. So um, let's talk about, because I mentioned her in the last um, episode that I did. Uh, I think her name is pronounced Shakari or Shakari. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, baby. Shakari. Miss Richardson. Um, obviously, she's the fastest girl that, you know, had ever run did anything, apparently. Running like a within the hundred meter dash, like less than like nine seconds or something like that. Probably less than eight. We should we should have that number, but it's the number. Bitch is fast. She out there, you know, dusted motherfuckers. As we used to say when we was younger, you you got dusted. Oh God, take me back. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, she um ran and she and she qualified for for the for the Olympics and she she was going. And then, of course, there's, you know, drugs, you know, and all kinds of tests and all kinds of stuff. You got to check your blood work when you're going to go compete and make sure you don't have any performance enhancing kind of drugs or chemicals in your system and stuff like that. And it it's crazy to me that, you know, she they found cannabis and marijuana like in her system. So she's not allowed to compete in the one that she was qualifying for initially. And to me in my brain, it's like, damn, but at the same time, I'm just like, ugh, because to me in my brain, it's one of those things where it's like, what, these are so, such fucking stupid rules, but at the same time, I'm like, girl, why, why, you know, and so, I don't know, I have, I, in my brain, I kind of have like, uh, I guess I have a complex about that, where it's like, we already kind of know the rules that we're going up against as black people. And obviously, they don't want us to be that. So we only need a half of a half of a half of a fraction of some kind of fuck up for them to be like, no, it's not for you. Have a nice day and you're canceled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm... They, up- they, they, uh, I, I, a lot of people I was seeing was comparing it to um, uh, the uh, uh, Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. Um, and his situation where he did the bong, had the picture of the bong and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I understand the difference between their situations was uh, the timing. Mm-hmm. And Shakara was like, this was before the world, that this is like a month before. Mm-hmm. But the Michael Phelps situation was like five or six months before. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever was going to start was about to start. Um, and... He lost a lot of promotions and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, but he, you know, at, and at the end of the day, I believe he still was able to compete. Right. And it just sucks that Shikari, it's, it's almost like the suspension was purposeful so she could not run that 
event to make her the individual star that she is. Right. But she has to run the re- she has to run the relay. I think now because mm-hmm. uh, she she she'll be off the suspension um, after that. And my 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 feelings about Shikari are very. I I kind of feel like. Uh, it's a um, it's a a, a a bear wrestling situation, kind of. Oh. Mm. Because of her criticisms of Lil Nas X and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, I wa- you know I was watching I watched the, the Lil Nas X performance. I loved it. Was mm. it was it good? Like was it no? Crazy? It wasn't like oh my god I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it wasn't given like oh I'm gonna watch this like 90 certain times. It was like it was like okay. Not a dance. He is not a dancer. We know this. Right. This was him making a statement in the before, but was it so? Let him do what he's doing. But Shikari, you know, it, it it and it makes me feel like, for the sake of Black folks doing um, the Olympics and and thriving, especially with so many, uh, with uh, we being legal in so many different states in the state, Mm -hmm. and then we still have black men and and, and, um, incarcerated Mm -hmm. because of we when it's legal, and it's like, ah, you know, it's a different situation. Uh, But because of that, with the whole by arresting, you know, him putting his sexuality on the back burner Mm -hmm. for the uh the, the the greater purpose at that time right and this is the sort of what i feel like with the shikari situation like i have to put have my feelings about her with with that ghost comments mm-hmm. uh, on the back burner because i do want to lift my sister up i want right. to see her thrive i want to see her be amazing because that's going to help all of us right but at the same time sis we got <laughs> right. It's it's for me it's one of the where where it's a both and kind of world where I'm not happy at the fact that she decided because you know in my brain God only knows maybe she uses she smokes to calm down. I know you know I'll be doing this calm my motherfucker. So I ain't gonna I'm not mad at her for that. But it's it's giving kind of like girl, you know they only need half of a half again, a half of a half of a reason for you not to participate. Like you, you like they always say, you black, and then that's already one strike, and then now you're a woman, girl. Like those are those are powerful tools in your arsenal, and you're skilled and talented at your craft and and running and stuff like that. So I'm gonna applaud you for all those things, and I want you to win, baby. Especially you, you know, you look like air quotes a modern day black woman. Like you have long nails, you got you know different color wigs. Um and you and you're gorgeous, long lashes, and you out there running, and that's and that's what we need. We need that kind of representation. But you know, she's young. Um, it shouldn't be a big deal because you know, it, weed is not a performance enhancing kind of drug. You know, even if you do, to do float to the damn. I baby teleport to the to the. She done thought she probably would have thought she teleported. <laughs> Close. Close her eyes and blink, and she was probably like, "Ooh, shit! How did I get here so fast?" Like, maybe pull some nightcrawler shit. Maybe that's what she thinking. I don't know, but like, I. Hmm. Go ahead, boo. What you say? No, I just said I just I just feel bad that she did. She's gonna have to just learn from the mistake. But it's kind of one of those things where. You, you, and they, they're not going to give any kind of grace, especially to a black woman. They're not going to give you any kind of grace, you know, 
that's uh, they try they try to get Serena at every turn, girl. They they want they, they and and Serena don't even be doing nothing. Like it's so they need they need a half a reason, girl. So that's the only reason I'm kind of disappointed. But you know, it's one thing just like go and get the child run. If she lose, she lose because she under somebody influence. All you gotta do is say, see, look now, see you gonna get what you want in the end. So. I don't know. They mad because they don't want that smoke because they know they gonna, she going to smoke them. Which wear them out <laughs> completely. But my other thing, um, I'm just going back to the, the whole Lil Nas X tweet and thing as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, 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 the thing about being in the public eye also, which is very scary, is that the things that you say could be taken out of context. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she had any additional tweets about this, but for my only, only thing I know is that she wrote, like, if you support Lil Nas X, you can unfollow me. That could have meant, meant nothing about sexual orientation right. or sexuality. That could have meant she don't like his music. That could have, you know, mm-hmm. it could have meant anything. But because of how we perceive things and how the media attacks words and right. spin them. We, like, unless we get clarification, because right now it looks like the way that everything has been spun, it looks like she don't like Lil Nas X because she like it gay. Right. I don't know, but she, don't, she didn't say that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you see, like, we all have that idea because of all these media outlets and all the, the what's being pushed. Right. That well, so, I I, I want to just add one more thing to that. And it's kind of one of those things like tweets are great. They're fantastic. But again, not even the public eye, but you know, you can definitely have an opinion. You can throw it out there, but you have to be prepared for whatever the repercussions of that is, you know, because it's going to hit someone's ear who doesn't agree with you. I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, I don't think there's a one unified theme and the entire existence of everybody where everyone's on the same page. I don't really think so. If it is, I would be gagged because even the, you know, life and death and stuff like that, which is the beginning and the end, everything in that time space is, everything is up, up for debate. So, you know, so I don't really know, but if you, when you tweet kind of like in those small sentences or, or sound bites, especially when you're in the public eye, you making you setting yourself up for not good success. You have to be very clear because as an avid Twitter user, you have to be clear, and you only get so many characters. But again, like like white people say, like she's young, she's a young girl. You know, she doesn't know. You know all the excuses. And she already got so many people wanting her to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, she can't afford to start you know, putting other people in communities and things down. Some stuff you just don't need to say at this time. Right. Some things just don't need to be out there because they just... You really need to... You did it. You did it. You really did it. Because we want to see you succeed. I want to see her succeed so bad. I want to see her. Um, And it's, it's just so crazy that this technicality, it is an old rule. And we all know that marijuana was, uh, to to make it uh, illegal, was a political move Mm -hmm. um, for power and for money. It wasn't about the actual uh, use of that in itself. It was another group of people were capitalizing off of it (laughs) Mm. that weren't white. 
scared. These white folks is like, oh, they getting all this money they do, and they controlling. No, let's make it illegal, and then no, 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 no. That you know, that's basically how it went down. So, uh, well, especially especially since they be doing much harder drugs. High, the higher up you go, the harder your drugs gonna be, baby. So let's be very. But anyway, um, Shakiri, um, we live in a both and world. I praise you for your talent and your skills, but just continue to mature and do the things that you need to do. Cause I root for everyone black. You know, even even people who be doing coonery shit or doing other fuck shit, I'd be like, I still want black people to do great. Cause as a as a group collective, we need that. So we we gotta support each other because everybody else is trying to tear us down. Right. Despite the other intersections, we need to support each other regardless of all the other stuff. So, but let's kind of talk about um this idea here of these other two young ladies who are also running. Mm-hmm. So two um young ladies from South Africa. I'm not gonna be able to say their names properly, so forgive me for not being able to say their names properly. But uh, Christine Mamba and Beatrice Maslingi. I'm not gonna be able to say that right, so forgive me. They have been withdrawn from the 400 meter run because their testosterone levels are too high. Let me clarify this by saying that they of cis women, and well, firstly, everybody in this universe that exists has hormone levels. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone has estrogen, testosterone, X, Y, and Z. But based upon whatever your genes say, your um, biological sex characteristics, unless you alter them in some kind of way to get a, a more a feasible balance to match your gender identity, then whatever your body gives you is what it's going to give you. Mm-hmm. So let's just be very clear about that. No, but no man is running around with full testosterone. Like he's not, it's not that. Not no, Women aren't running around with a, a, a complete estrogen and stuff like that. And people who are non, um, people who have intersex characteristics, who are intersex, you know, they have a variable in the middle and it's not 50 50. It varies. So everyone has varying hormone levels. And one of the biggest arguments for keeping trans people out of any kind of sports at any capacity is because their levels, particularly as it pertains to trans women, their levels are too high, or our levels, I guess, are too high as far as testosterone is concerned. It will make us, air quotes, greater than and or stronger than cis women, and we would be able to overpower them at any capacity. This this is usually the, the the language around it. Like like it would just not be fair. Your levels are too high. You would overpower them. You stronger than them. You went through a male puberty and block a block of blue. So testosterone, testosterone, testosterone. But two cis women who happen to have high levels of testosterone are being told no, they can't compete in the Olympics because they have high testosterone. So if it can happen to cis women. And and you're claiming this for trans women. Where's the where's the line? Exactly. It keeps moving. It, keep, it seems it, like the carrot keeps moving when it's certain people. Right. <laughs> when, when it's black folks, that carrot, that line just keep on moving. 
It's like, why does the goalposts keep moving further and further away? Like, we keep getting close to it, but they're like, you know what? No, we're going to move this. And it adds insult to injury because they're black women who um, who oftentimes get masculinized anyway because of how white supremacy has dealt that out, especially here in America, that black women are strong. So, like, the old adage and the old phrase of, like, like you're a strong, independent black woman. It's like out of every single type of woman there is in the entire world, I feel like I've never heard a phrase that revolves around black women being soft and available like a white woman or like a Latinx woman, woman or Asian woman. We're not allowed to be soft and delicate and all that kind of stuff. It's just like you just have to be hard because you have to be strong and independent and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like this whole storyline is kind of giving like, why are we not allowed to be soft and, and, and feminine and stuff like that? Especially if you're dark skin or you're a bigger uh, plus size girl or whatever. It's like the automatic masculinization of black women. And so this adds more insult to injury to this situation. So if these girls, if, if we're talking about a biomechanical thing that you have no control over because your body just produces it, and we've and as trans women, we've altered our bodies to match more along the lines of cis women. And if you do research, you would know that once you start HRT appropriately, you will have to have your levels checked, just like these girls had to have their levels checked. This is why Shakari um got eliminated because they had to do blood work. They have to check all this stuff. So we're not just out here competing and we could just wear you girls out. Like it's not like that. But then the thing about sports and Olympics, I'm sure, is the highest level of sports you can play at. It's about having a physical, biological advantage. If you are a runner and you have longer legs, that's probably going to be helpful. <laughs> if you play in basketball and you're taller, that's probably going to be helpful. Right. You know, and I don't know the rest of the sports and all that kind of shit, but like, if you happen to have these things that make you strong, like, what was it, Michael Phelps? This nigga had yeah. uh, the, these these bone things that let him swim fast or whatever the fuck. So if, 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 if sports are about being able to overcome someone and be stronger, when you want trans women on your team, according to this theory? And, and hmm. in any way, when it comes to, to uh, kinesthetics and working out and your body and whatnot, your body, when you uh, start to increase like your muscle mass and whatnot, it triggers your body to produce more testosterone. That's the natural response for men, women, and in between and outside. Mm -hmm. That's just what our human bodies naturally do. We create that, we produce that testosterone when we work out. And these are, uh, they're Olymp training for the Olympics. Right. So, uh, you know, they are busting their butts and working out and are in pain and doing as much as they can to increase their stamina and their strength. So, of course. Right. So, you're going to penalize them for something that their bodies are naturally doing? Like, it's an, an, like, like it's an, like it's an advantage? Like, come on. That like, that makes no sense. Like, they, it's not found that they were injecting themselves with any enhancements or anything. This is just how their bodies operate. Mm -hmm. So are you that intimidated and that just... I'm just... Like, it, it, if it, it's really that intimidating? Mm-hmm. 
it, oh, it, and it, it goes further to say that um, a trans woman who was a runner um, got a lemon is going, it couldn't make it through like the first trial of the running or something like that. Her name is Cece Teflar or Telfar. Um, she, she got eliminated because she's a trans person running the race against cis women. And so like my brain is immediately thinking like, if I want to see a motherfucking race, I want to see like how the cis women who have high testosterone levels versus a trans woman. Let's see what it's giving. Like, since y'all want to have this conversation, since y'all want to go back and forth about this, let's see the cis women. Let's see if they really wear it out against the trans women. And then, but there's no guarantee that either side's going to win because it's just based on chance, spirit, energy, the feet. I don't know, all that shit. Like, there's so many variables. Right. So many variables. Too many variables going on. And so, and one might win, another girl might, trans woman might, might win, and the cis woman might win. There might be, there's too much up and down, back and forth. So there's no way to sincerely be able to tell. So... All that to say is, let people fucking compete, and if you get washed, you, you if your team gets washed, you might have to start asking yourself, I might need some trans people on my team who are going to be able to wear it out. Because if, if sports are about winning, then would you want someone who, air quotes, has a, 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 an advantage, a biological advantage? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And listen, and... If we're talking about training and enhancements and whatnot, when you work out, you're training to you to enhance your abilities. Right. So if your body naturally produces this stuff, it makes no sense for you to be penalized. Like there's no, I don't see the grounds to be penalized. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm not, I, I'm not a medical professional. I don't know uh, what the levels were supposed to be. But it's also a thing for, like, women, too. It's like, so women can't, so these women have to have this level of testosterone to be considered, like, they they have to have lower testosterone to be considered these women. Like, it it doesn't make sense. Right. And I think, and I want to point more attention to the fact that this conversation only pertains to trans women for the most part. They don't want trans men to compete with 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 um, cis men because they think they will get overpowered. I'm like, isn't that the point of all these sports is some, for someone to be overpowered and to lose? And if anything, if you nervous that trans men are going to be air quotes weaker than or less than, then what you need to be doing is they're going to be training. I'm trans people. We're so aware, especially ones that are participating in sports in this way. We are so aware of the fact that if we if we are in a, a particular situation where we have to wrestle against um, someone of the same gender, but they happen to be cis, we have to make those changes. Like if we wrestle, like like for example, on Changing the Game, it's a it's a it's a documentary on Hulu, Changing the Game, um, about trans kids in sports. Trust me, there's a trans boy on there. He goes and he wears all the cis girls out. Duh, because he's taking testosterone and y'all saying he should be competing with the boys. He wants to. Let him do it. <laughs> and exactly. it's and you know, if he gets wore out by cis boys in his same weight category, then he gets wore out and he got to step it up. 
just like anybody else on the team, if they're not getting what they need to give, getting what they need to give, they're going to have to step it up. That's how sports work, I feel like, in anything that you do. If you're not doing what you need to do in order to be the most successful, you're going to have to step it up. Step your pussy up, step your cookies up, step your dick game up, whatever the fuck you got to step it up. Step it up. Step up. Right. Shut up, man. <laughs> and um, I want to talk about this, the swim cap thing. So I don't. Ooh, can you please pronounce, pronounce the, uh, the, the, what is it? The, the organization that was in charge of that because that made me laugh because the way I pronounced it. Wait, let me see. Hold on. Why? Go away. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Soul cap. You want me? I can, I can break it down a little bit. Break, break, break it down for us now, please. Um, so <laughs> the organization or the, the, the that, that, um, uh, said that the, the swim cap that, that was, wasn't approved, they're called F-I-N-A, FINA. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorites. One of my favorite words. Not finna. Oh, it is. It is. I see it right here. Finna. F-I-N-A. Shut up. They're, they're an international federation that makes rules for competitive swimming. And they were given that chance to approve the swim cap designed for natural black hair. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, no, because it doesn't fit the proper shape of the head. <laughs> the so of the head. Let, let's, let me, let me um, put some, shed some light on this and you can talk about this too, ma'am. We, on our Regal Hair episode, I think it was number 35, please go back and listen to that. There is a reason why black people do not want to get their hair wet. Exactly. As a, specifically in a pool full of fucking chlorine. Damaging. Damages your hair. Our hair is very strong, but you do not want to put chlorine on it. It'll cause harm to it. So in an effort to reduce that, if you go swimming and you're, a, you know, um, a person who has longer, um, kinkier hair, you're going to put a swim cap on. So you may see black women at the pool with a swim cap on. You may see um, other nationalities, too, to make the um, swimming more feasible. So, like, I'm not really good at swimming. I took it in college to be cute and learn how to not drown. But that's it. I'm not out there, uh, Michael Phelps and the shit. I just, let's be clear, I ain't doing all that. You ain't back, you ain't backstroking. No, child. <laughs> I'm not, but somebody should be doing that. Let's be very clear. If your stroke game is right, then <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I'm sorry, but um. It, we, we put these swim caps on, you know, and they are also hydrodynamic, which means they adapt. They work well in water. They help you pierce and swim through the water better. So, you know, o o Olympic swimmers, especially the women, use them all the time. But if you are a, a black woman, you are probably going to be using a sh uh, one of these um, caps a lot more frequently. And then if your hair is fuller, like, you know, sometimes we get like crochets, we get box braids. If you have natural hair, dreads, all any kind of black protective hairstyle, which more than likely most people are going to have when they're swimming, you're going to put a shower cap on it and not shower cap, a swim cap on it. And you're going to make and it's probably going to be a little bit big. 
But if you make it, if you're able to swim with the swim cap on and it's a little bit bigger and you're still able to wear it out, then you're able to wear it out. So, I mean, and now that we went through the whole loops of being able to, because black, a lot of black people be like, we don't like to swim. And, you know, <laughs> for, for a lot of uh, racist reasons, like throwing bleach in pools and shit like that. Yeah. From, and also, you know, slavery from back in the day, going in water, all that kind of stuff. We've been traumatized. We don't like to go in nobody water. It's just natural. That's why you see black people at pool parties. We ain't getting in that shit unless only black people really that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but um, so they decided to be like, okay, this is fine. You can wear the swim cap. And now it's like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to move the goalpost again. Now that black women are su- successfully competing, we're going to move the goalpost again. Now your swim cap hasn't been approved. And if you've been wor- if you've been on a hair journey with your hair as a black person, which we talked about on that episode, uh-huh. a black person's hair journey is a very powerful one. And now you get to the Olympics and you're doing the absolute best in your class, in your sport, and they're like, well, your hair, your hair thing isn't approved, so you're going to have to either shave your hair or do whatever, whatever to make it work. And it's giving very, like... So all this work I done put in to make myself the most beautiful and the most confident myself, I have to get rid of it because this thing doesn't match what you say. But even if you got something else that would make it easier for you to, um, you know, another one, another swim cap, they probably still make another rule say, you know, this, no, we're not doing this for you. It's racial exclusion. Mm-hmm. The uh, misunderstanding of our hair type because we are the only uh, people with our type of hair. Right. And this is why, this, I think this is, one, this is a good argument for putting uh, critical race theory in schools. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is a part of understanding um, someone else's culture. Right. Um, understanding, because th- that's what it is. If they understood the culture, if somebody was there that understood um, how... Uh, amazing it would have been to approve this it would have shed a whole it would have it would have made people think oh wow they are really trying to be inclusive right um because that 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 it, it, it makes no sense even if the cap is bigger we're talking about being in the water and we're talking about the physics of swimming and this physics in general if it's not slick it's going to be harder if it's bigger it's going to be harder to swim to swim and to be faster than their counterparts next door who has a, a flat head mm-hmm. you know cap on it makes it harder there's going to be more drag right. in the water so yeah, again, it, it's like y'all not. <laughs> it's a, the math is not mathing now. You, right. you, 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 <laughs> you. It's because you know you sit here and you be like, okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. So she can't get in because she smoked weed, and now she gonna probably she, that could potentially make her slower, and now that's gonna be uh, something that you can get her out for. But I'm like, even if she did smoke right before she ran, it's not an enhancement. It's a, it's not gonna enhance. We're gonna okay. kick her out. These girls have high testosterone rates, and and the reason they have high testosterone rates is because they work out and they just have naturally high levels, so they're out. And it's like now, now she's like, I'm gonna what's um what's this young lady's name? Oh, I'm not gonna be able to say that to 
Takehaj Tara Longe. I'm not gonna be able to say it. I'm so sorry, baby. I am so sorry. But we'll put the links into the stories all in the description anyway. But you know, she's swimming with her swim cap. If it's bigger, like Mav said, it makes it harder. So aside from having higher testosterone rates potentially being something that's gonna make it easier. Having the bigger swim cap in the water, as far as physics is concerned, gonna make it make it harder for us to win. And I don't understand why you <laughs> they, look. And they look. They gonna train harder because they know their way. The 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 soul cap can't uh, is gonna drag them down, make it harder. And then they testosterone levels gonna jump up. That's what I was gonna, they gonna say. Work out harder, and then they gonna get kicked out for higher testosterone. Right. <laughs> So there, there's, there's literally no winning. I think what, I think what it really is coming down to, if I want to be frank, of course, is racism. But I think what they really want, like, it's hard. To, I think it may be conceptual for white people to think about this, but I think it's hard for them to root for someone who doesn't look like them. I think it's hard for them to see themselves in someone else except for themselves because they've only had to ever look at themselves for some kind of validation or support or whatever. They've only had to look at themselves that way. Whereas with other people, particularly black people, we just we talk about this all the time, how you would go to media and you you would have to see a white person dressed in blackface previously when media first started being a thing. And then eventually we were just slaves in all the other media. And then we finally started getting some background roles and shit like that. But then it's like we started to get more and more into the public eye. And it's like we had to finally get to the place where we could see ourselves on TV. I feel like in the last year, thanks to Black Lives Matter from last year, is the first time where I've genuinely seen like us on TV or only us on in a commercial and stuff like that or in media. It's like they're intentionally putting us out there. So that, you know, and this is why, like, all these stunts and shows, like, making George Floyd statues and making a making Breonna Taylor laws and all kind of stuff, it's just performative. You're doing all this to be performative, and then you go and you'd be like, well, we don't want y'all to be amazing because we can't root for someone. That's why, like, someone like Simone Biles, who is the, the most awarded Olympian, I think, of all time, if I'm not mistaken, all at, what, what is she, 24 or something like that? She is young, and she is killing. And she's wearing it out, like, fully wearing it out. And I'm just like, we, and that, and this is a full gag for me, because we want people to cheer, for, we, America, we want to be, so we just was talking about it yesterday on the Patriot Day, what the fuck? Like, we want everybody to be like, see how uh, sickening America is, how sickening America is, da 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 But it's like when the whole gymnastics team starts turning black, y'all can't, y'all like, ooh, this is getting a little much. So then we start excelling and get better at other things. So now the running, it's turning real black. It's getting a little, ooh, what the fuck is going on? And then you start, you start looking at the swimming and now they, they probably was way bad. They was probably like the swimming. They'll never get to the swimming. And now we get in the pool, bitch. We don't, they don't want they done warm that bitch up a little bit. We done got a little comfortable in now. And they was like, oh, no, we can't have you doing that. It's just like, I think the fact that they feel like they can't see themselves in black people. They can't relate. There is no connection there because they've never had to do that. And that, that's so fucked up because being born into what we were born into, we had to understand not only white culture, but our own culture. Right. Um, I like I, I'm able to bond with people on a human level, right? And, and because of white supremacy and because of them thinking they are a supreme race, 
they don't see black folks as human. Right. A lot of them still don't. Mm-hmm. And because they see them as subhuman, they think they we are unrelatable. Right. But they yeah. but, and that's and that's the thing they can't say that because that will make them air quotes sound like a bad person. But even if you don't say it, and the energy behind what you do is constantly suggesting that, and then you just constantly deflect and say no, no, y'all get to participate now, but y'all make it hard at every turn. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna say we here for you, we understand you, we want to protect you, we want to support you, we not racist, we not this, but make it things directly that harm black people. It's it, it the math is not mathing something you know yo algebra yo algebra it's not <laughs> that y equals mx plus b is not equal in that it's equal in z or something I don't know what y'all doing so and this is why I'd be like saying things are performative because that's just what it is so if you're really there for black people you gonna listen and you gonna support them and you gonna make try to make things as equitable as possible. And so what you're going to have to start doing, people who are not black specifically, this goes for non-black POC as well, y'all going to have to start looking at black people as equal to y'all, as successful as y'all, as amazing, as talented, as all those things. Like, y'all going to have to just start doing that. And if you think that you're doing it, do it more. Do it more because at every turn we get in the we not doing that and then they turn to their girlfriend and be like, but we really doing that. You know, it's if, it's very that. If if I can go to a dive bar and do karaoke and then at the end of the night sing sweet fucking Caroline with y'all and know all the words and be well uh owing, you better be able to come to the south side and then they play knuck if you buck and be on it. Okay. <laughs> And then you better be able to. Can you do both? Can you do both? Can you do both? Can you do both? It's just a cultural thing. As an American, we have the opportunity to be enriched by so many different cultures and walks of life and respect so many different walks of life and people and absorb so much beautiful traditions and ideas and concepts. And to not do so is not living up to your full capacity of being human and uh, your what I what I feel like is purpose your only purpose your when you as a human mm-hmm. um, to be able to commune and understand and grow and learn so live up to what 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 you need to live up to I'm just saying. And, and and that's the thing. I think we mentioned this before. It's like when you go to other countries, everybody for the most part going to look the same, relatively close, speak the same language throughout the whole country and all that kind of stuff. It's like we over here all jumbled up and mixed up and then be like, we equal, but we're not going to treat everybody the same. But we're not going to say that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. it. It don't make no sense. And the sooner that people come to terms with saying like, some of, like, white people, some if y'all can come to terms with saying, my ancestors did some fuck shit to make it hard for people of color, particularly black people, I'm going to do what I can, and I'm going to take my privilege that I, you know, the, all the stuff that me and Matt be talking about right now, if you can take away from this and say, I'm going to use my privilege because I don't have to think about any of those things, 
you know, you may have to think about, if you're a woman, you may have to think about things that, uh, misogyny and stuff like that. If you're a queer person, you may have to think about queerness. If you, um, a, um, a low income kind of, um, a family or household or whatever, you might have to think about elitism, but you do not have to think about things affecting you directly in a negative com uh, situation as it pertains to white people. You don't have to do that. So you should take that privilege Put it out there for people to, um, you know, witness and see. Defend people on in public. Don't just be saying you. I'm like, oh, I talk, and you know, you need to start doing that. And if you want positions of power, you need to give people, black people, opportunities to 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 excel and do what they do well. And if they happen to be better than a white person, that's okay. Yeah, because Jesus. It, I, I, it was crazy, sis. I saw this uh, YouTube documentary. It was this guy. He was traveling. He was a white guy. He was traveling uh, to different places in Africa. Mm -hmm. And he um, went into this village. I forgot the reason why. I believe he was doing, like, housing for habitats or something like that. Something like, you know, a mission, missionary work, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And these kids, they ain't never seen no white person before. Huh. They saw his ass. They screamed hooped, and hollered and were terrified because they had never been exposed to that. And uh, one of the, the people who led him into the village were explaining, oh, they're afraid of you. They've never seen anybody with your skin tone. Mm -hmm. They kept saying that they thought you were a ghost. They <laughs> thought you were a ghost. They were afraid. Mm -hmm. literally afraid and I say that to say say, wow could you imagine being in that position and being being going into a place and somebody is deathly afraid of you just because of your skin color mm. you face that all the time in America every day so for him to face that head on and to have that experience, I guarantee you that white man life has been changed forever. Right. And and as something that y'all need to recognize that fear, it's just fear. And it's fear of the unknown. And like Elsa, y'all gonna have to get into the unknown. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. You're going to have to get into the unknown and learn some stuff. Not saying put yourself in harm's way. That's not what giving up your privilege is. But you're going to have to go out there and learn some shit. And you're going to have to break generational curses. Yeah. So. That's very important. Because there, there's so much going on in the world. Um, if if people of color don't have opportunities and, and there, it, things are gatekeeped by white folks all the time. You are missing out on advancements with uh, science and medicine. You are missing out all of these different perspectives mm. and different mindsets. And this goes for everyone. This goes for people who are neurally divergent and have uh, different walks of life and or people who may be deaf. People that, you know, this goes for so many different types of folks. Mm -hmm. You are selling yourself short by not accepting and understanding and, and giving a fuck about right. people who are only white. Right. Well, that, and, 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 and before we go, the one thing that that's going to benefit you is going to be more worldly, more knowledgeable, and let things come as a shock to you. 
I think that's going to be a very lucrative and very helpful thing if you really want to bring true inclusion to everything. So, um, Olympics, y'all already know what y'all doing. Y'all, 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 we always talk about the oppression Olympics. <laughs> they took it seriously. <laughs> they took it seriously. They said, oh, you girls want oppression Olympics. We're going to show you oppression Olympics. So, but we're going to put all these stories in the bottom. Um, the one about Shakari, the one about the two, um, uh, ladies who have the high testosterone down in, um, in South Africa and also about the um, swim cap with um, Miss Taj. I'm not, I can't say this baby name. I am so sorry. Tara Long. <laughs> but um, look at those look at those stories and stuff down there. Um, I will lukewarm watch the uh, the Olympics. So, you know, we're going to find out what that's going to be. It's, I think it said July 23rd in Tokyo. So, yeah. Yeah, love y'all, and please, it's all love. You know, again, we say this all the time. Everything that we say on this show is not monolithic. It's not what every black person thinks. Mm-hmm. We speak from our perspectives, and we truly thank y'all for listening. Um, it is an honor to have a platform. It is an honor to be able to take up space, especially for in, when when sometimes we don't we don't get that option to take up space. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank y'all thank y'all and we're gonna see y'all another, another lovely episode of black to the future bye, bye. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Black to the Future. Yes, thank you for joining us. And if you want to continue the conversation with us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black to the Future Podcast. And don't forget to use the hashtag Black to the Future Podcast as well. Share the content and please leave positive reviews. Yeah, all that. <laughs> and we will see y'all in the future. Don't you mean Black to the Future? Oh, I guess you're right. We'll see y'all black to the future. future.